We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's the True Faith Newcastle United podcast. Alex Hurst and Charlotte Robson live from Liverpool post Goodison Park, post 2-0 down in the 94th minute. True Faith podcast on the most ridiculous of ridiculous nights following this already unbelievably stupid football club that would do in Newcastle United. Charlotte, you've been in the away tonight. Yeah. How are you feeling? I mean, like in disbelief. I was shaking for a good half hour after the final whistle. Um, I mean, I didn't see that coming at all. You can hear it on the Match Day podcast for patrons only. You, but I, they will hear it at the end of this podcast. Oh yeah, oh, okay. You can put it on. I hadn't. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you can hear it. I don't know what to say. How? What the fuck just happened? Is how I feel. Let's let's start at the end of the game <laughs> because because why I start mean, anywhere we'll, else? We'll, yeah, um, you know, you you were there. We are going to play. Charlotte managed to get the past four, last four minutes of the of injury time recorded on our March Day podcast for patrons, but we're going to play it at the end of this show for you, so you can hear her reaction live. <laughs> and I believe your exact quote was four minutes. Oh great! No, it's <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh god, that was it. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I mean, for, okay. So first of all, first of all, there's a, there's a number of things to unpack. I think one of the key ones is that Jordan Pickford has an absolute nightmare. Oh my absolute nightmare god! For, for both goals, you know what? The first right. goal. I, I right, Jordan Pickford. No one likes him. Probably in his normal life as well and we like you know the fact he, he was he was at the away end for the first half so he was getting absolutely unrelenting stick from the away supporters as you would expect um as normal like it was at St James's Park as well but like I really think it gets to him like I really really do and you know he he, he didn't have to make many saves tonight because as I'm sure we'll talk about, we had like no shots on target until like I don't know, eighty-nine he, minutes or, so, or maybe even ninety-three he, minutes. Charlotte, he made one save, yeah, but he was behind the goal line. It's it's the it's the it's the basics of football. Oh Jordan. yeah, oh yeah. So and... I'm, I'm getting I'm getting there. So, but like, <laughs> but yeah. So so I, I think it got to him. 
I think he's all over the place. <laughs> he scoops up the ball comfortably in the back of the net. It's just, it's just the sweetest thing. And unfortunately for me, it's it was the other end of the pitch, so you could kind of see it round all the pillars. Like it's not a well designed stadium. Uh, behind the well, it probably was in eighteen oh one when it was built, but it's not anymore. Um, and yeah, you can kind of see. You could kind of see it happening, but but there was like a there's there was a real sort of delay because it has to be checked or, or someone has to like make sure that it, you know because you can't because you're quite far away from that. So it was just absolutely amazing to see it on Twitter, all of the streams and stuff um, coming away from the ground. Just like I, 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 I still think it's hilarious. I cannot stop laughing about it. I mean, it's it, it's weird that that a football match and being as bad as we were tonight has kind of created just one of the great nights of following the club. I wasn't even at the match, and it's one of the great <laughs> nights because it's just been so funny. It's just been so, so funny. funny. The memes that it has spawned are <laughs> iconic already. Uh, so, I mean, first first goal is a brilliant overhead kick yeah. by Florian Lejeune. Yeah. So. Sorry, I'm just interrupting you. I'm very overexcited tonight, as you can probably tell. Um, so that, um, you know, there's a sort of cluster around the goal. I didn't even see the overhead kick. I just, I saw it go in. And then it was quite a muted celebration for us because it's, you know, it's 90, yeah. 93 minutes and, and okay, we've stopped them with having a clean sheet and we've lessened the goal difference a little bit, which is lovely. But... What are the real chances of getting anything from this game at that point, you know? And I've looked back, and it's such a good goal. <laughs> it's so skilled. Yeah, it's it's brilliant, and he, he puts it probably in the one part of the net that that he can get it into. So that happens, and then, again, you were there, but I've had the benefit of watching it um, 600 times already <laughs> on replay. Um <laughs> And and it's just it's just hilarious what happens next. So we we try and kick off again. Mighty Longstaff runs in their half, even though we haven't kicked off and the ref has to delay the game <laughs> some more so we can actually start properly, Matty. Like chill out, mate. But it's absolutely class. For so for some reason the, the, you know, the foul the foul like the only way we're gonna score is a set piece. We've already established that, Everton. The only way we're gonna score is a set piece. And you've given us a free kick <laughs> in the last minute. It's so good. The, 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 I, think, the away... I think the clock is on like 90, 95 minutes at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the away, as soon as we got given that free kick, the away end just like, like, kick, like I mean, okay, it's a Newcastle United away end. It's always going to have quite a lot of energy. But I don't think anyone really thought we'd get a point from this game in when the clock was at 94.30. Um, as soon as he got given that free kick, it was there was so much energy. There was just this like surge of good feeling. I was just it, it, like, even if nothing had come of it, it would it it was so exciting. If that makes sense, it makes complete sense. And then, I mean, the next ten seconds will will go down in history. You know, Fernandez smashes the post. Jordan Pickford, number one, he's already flapped for the first goal, missed it. Yep. Number two, he's he's beaten at the near post. By a Fernandez and he shot. hits himself off then it. He... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then, so he's got us all back. And then, <laughs> and then I, I think it's Hayden hits a brilliant shot to get get over the ball, mm-hmm. 
cleared off the line. And then Florian Lejeune does a scissor kick after already doing an overhead <laughs> kick. There's a scissor kick. It's just straight at the keeper. But for, for some unexplained reason, the goalkeeper for the other team is five <laughs> yards behind the goal line. <laughs> I've never seen anything like so this. Amazing. I've never seen anything like it. And Charlotte, what's brilliant is this probably, you know, I've had again. The, 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 the brilliance of hindsight in many replays is the Everton fans think they've got a free kick the Everton fans this big cheer goes up and the Everton fans think all our lads pile in and, and start kicking Pickford in the head or, you know, <laughs> trying to kick the ball and the Everton fans think they've got a free kick so this big cheer goes yeah. up and then and then everyone just runs towards you and then the, the Everton fans that are left by the way because like... most of them had gone <laughs> terrible support did they did they not learn anything from our last minute win against Chelsea? <laughs> um, That's our thing now. We yeah, do that now. Yeah, that, that is our thing. I mean, we had one chance shot, proper shot on target against Chelsea in the 94th minute and we had two here and we've got four points. I cannot believe four it. Four points. You're here on the match and, day that I just, I just couldn't stop laughing. And like, all <laughs> we could see from, I was um, with Greg, one of our patrons, all we could see from the stand was like, I, I don't, I don't know, just like this clusterfuck of like, who, what the fuck is going on? Sorry for my language, but like, okay, oh, we've got, we've got to go. We didn't know who had scored it. Didn't realize that Pickford had tried to save it from, I don't know, the the, the stand, and like, <laughs> it just and, and it was still hilarious. It was still so, so funny. So that was like completely compounded by being sent the actual footage of it and then the, the memes and all the pictures of him being a little T-Rex with his tiny little arms, not managing to keep it out. Oh God, it was so good. I'm so happy. I think I think your point earlier about it, it really getting to him is a great point because I was at Goodison a couple of years ago um, on a Monday night when he spent most of the game gesturing to the away end and when Everton scored he ran up to us and celebrated you know mm. like it, 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 he, he is living embodiment of the Sunderland mentality Jordan what's his name Jordan Henderson did it St James oh, at the yeah. Gallagher last year when just be, like pretty much we, we scored the second goal against Liverpool because he tried to wind up the crown they can't help themselves yep. there, there are no examples there are no like alternative examples of this so, I mean, a lot of people have, have commented on Twitter that this was actually Sunderland's biggest game of the season tonight. Jordan Pickford, Vini, Castle United. That is the level they're at now, mm-hmm. that this, this fixture assumes a lot of importance. But back to, the, back to what, what it was like at full-time, obviously the, the players all ran on, into the corner yeah. with the way and it must have been like one of those special moments. It really was. So they all came up. Um, as I say, it was the, all, all of the um, key play there was, was away from the away end. And then they came running over to celebrate and then obviously the sort of few cursory kicks and then the um the full-time whistle went and then they just all came over loads like a good like four or five players took their tops off and gave them to some of the traveling fans um in the stands um all came like all came over to applaud it was just it was just so so nice and then and then the mood in the away end was just in Insane. And then everyone left. Obviously, all the Everton fans were pretty much long gone. And then, um, and then uh, our players went off the pitch, and all of our staff went off the pitch. And I mean, I left, and I'd say probably a good third 
were still there singing and that was a good like five or six or seven minutes maybe more after the full-time whistle had gone off probably more realistically so like just the mood and the the yeah god it was it was good it was special to be there be honest with me, when Steve Bruce brought on Florian Lejeune <laughs> in that game, <laughs> in the 70th minute for Kieran Clark, after already bringing on Kraft Ratsu, what were you thinking? Well, Kraft Ratsu, I was like, what? <laughs> okay, that's, okay, we are not, like, we're not even going to try here. And then Lejeune for Clark, well, Clark had had a, red, a yellow card, so I could... I can see why he decided because I thought I thought Clark had a good game. I um, yeah, I, I I could see why he brought him off, but I was just like, what is our game plan here? And then and then when Cher came on for Joe Linton, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Like this makes no sense to me. I cannot tell you what formation we were playing towards the end there. Like it just seemed to be well at the very end, like zero. Zero ten, because it was just a like a big crush at the front. But I, it, when Lejeune came up, I don't know when when he came on. I don't like. I was like, right, we've basically like given up here of any chance. <laughs> I was very wrong. <laughs> yeah, like. It's it's just the funniest result it's of, so of all crazy. time. I, I, I do say it on the I can't go over it on the podcast on the match day one. I was just like, right, well, in bringing on like in this a seventieth minute like defender, defender, like okay, fine. We're what we're doing here is just trying to damage is damage limitation. It's just don't let them get any more goals. That's that's all I could see that it was, and then. Well, I was wrong. I was very wrong. I'm happy to be wrong. You were, you weren't the only one. I was, I was on social media lamenting Steve Bruce's ability to try and win that game. <laughs> well, how? You know, how you're an idiot, then. He's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's let's face facts. Newcastle were dreadful. Oh my god, dreadful, it was one of the worst they? performances I've ever seen. It was really bad. Maybe it was Burnley bad. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Burnley, we essentially lost to the wind. I don't know what the wind was like tonight, but but you know, I think I think Everton had a, like a lot more chances. And oh my you god, know, I, haven't, I haven't seen. They dominated the game. They dominated it. There was a good like the first five minutes or so. I was like, you know, okay, this maybe we're on an even keel. But I mean, you can't really judge a game by the first five minutes, but. Joe Linton didn't even look that bad for five minutes and then did. And then, like, Everton just took complete control of the game and had so many chances. The first goal, their first goal, felt, I said it in our group and I think I said it on match day, like, it felt completely inevitable. Like, there was no play at our end of the pitch whatsoever. It was all them dominating. So, yeah, yeah. I, we were we were really 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 poor. Yeah, and and I think is it fair to say although Dubravka probably wouldn't have liked the first goal to go through him that it it would have been like game over game out of sight if it wasn't for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a really tight sort of five or six minutes in the second half 
where they had so many chances and so many corners and he like saved them i think maybe like three or four it it, it that that he was they really should have scored there was one sort of very open one which was just terrible on their part but there was a, a, a several opportunities there for them to score that Dubravka stopped so hats off my man i hope you're having a big yeah. glass of wine and you know you know him and Lejeune, I mean, for Lejeune to go through what he's been through the last eighteen months yeah. at this club to have to have been, you know, essentially like, you know, to get to have gifted the game against Leicester, um, after being so physically, emotionally drained, clearly to have been dropped to have to, to have had to come straight back in against Wolves, um, it, you know, from to get those two goals tonight, I'm so pleased for him. He's just same, he just seems like a really same. good bloke, a really good player. And I think after and Christmas, when you know we. Because we like Lejeune has so like he's a great player, but after like you say such a big injury, which you know would have been career-ending a few years ago, he being thrown into that Christmas fixtures where he really didn't get a break at all, and he was played too much, um, and he looked so like he looked well, he it didn't look like the player he was before, like mentally or physically or mentally is what I mean to say. And he and and I think his confidence was a bit uh, shot. So you're right; it's such a boon for him to have got those goals and to have done that. And um, Chris Woff, I think, tweeted um, a little bit earlier. I can't; I don't have it to hand actually. But something about Lejeune and the bit after saying um, saying like, "Oh, I'm just so happy for my team. I'm just so happy for my team." And I was like, "Oh, that's so nice." I don't care where you hide dead bodies. I, I think it's brilliant what you've done tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Alex. Um, it's all right. Yeah, I mean, we had four, we had forty five percent possession tonight, which is like, you know, Barcelona esque for us. That so, astonishes me because it felt like Everton completely dominated it. Honestly, I can't believe it was yeah, that high. Well, I mean, we, we we keep finding new ways to be just to be terrible and get points in games. There's no other way there's no other way to put it. It's like an experiment. We are all part of an experiment. <laughs> yeah. To just Steve to just Bruce present is just actually a worse. scientist. And, <laughs> and and he's got a hypothesis and he wants to prove it. He doesn't and to be fair to be fair to the manager, you know, he's the players never stop, like you said at the end. Mm-hmm. And we had, you know, one fit striker if you could call him that, oh, tonight, God, that I wondered about you know before we'd scored our first I was thinking like is this you know is this a point making exercise the um all of the sort of defense that he put on at the end um is this just a look what I need and need some attacking strength in this January window we've got 10 days left like help but actually backfired if it was <laughs> because once again <laughs> our defenders scored our goals nine nine goals this season we've scored 24 league goals this season which is really poor mm. um 24 league goals we've scored and nine are from defenders which is just insane it's ridiculous and one from recognized strikers so yeah that's not sustainable but you know like we've been saying that for about three months and yeah. here we are i mean you know, the, the strange thing is we are, we're only 13th, but the, the the positive thing is the next nine fixtures in the league 
or against either teams below us in the league or teams within three points of mm-hmm. us. But the whole table's just insane this season. Like, you could say teams within three points of us, and I would believe that they were in the top six. Like, it's just, it's so close and weird and compacted. And, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, you know, get get us to Europe. (laughs) Whether it's it's by winning the FA Cup or by finishing sixth, unlikely. But we are only four points from sixth. There you go, like, that's what I mean, yeah. It's just... And, yeah, after tonight's results, only... I mean, say only seven points clear of relegation, so it's a big point in that respect. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a lot there's a lot to be happy about there. Um, this would have been obviously a, a, a dreadful podcast <laughs> if uh, if we'd had to talk. <laughs> I promise you, I would have lied about you know finding it really hard to get back to the hotel. And actually, I don't think I can podcast tonight <laughs> <laughs> if it if, if, if it had been the two 0 Oh, I'm having to walk. I'll have to. Oh, I've gone the wrong way. Oh no, that's what I would have done. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been too disappointed with that one myself, <laughs> but but here we are at half past eleven yep. after Newcastle United have stolen again, just like Saturday, stolen stolen two point uh, a point from Everton, and it's just I don't know, it's just one of the funniest nights ever. It's just and it's just hilarious, and it's satisfying, and it's just I don't know, it's a million things, and most of them are positive. I've got big yeah. I've got a big uh, how- grin on my face. That, that's the beauty of football. <laughs> How was the awareness tonight? You know, at 2 0 down, did people stick with the team? Absolutely. Was it starting to turn a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if they turned on anything, it was the wooden seats. Um, there was <laughs> no turning on the on the on the team. There was just a lot of it's like shit stadium wooden seats, and then a bit of stamping on them. Which I, you know, I was like, well, come on, it's not their fault. But uh, absolutely stayed with the team. You can hear it on the match day actually. Like I, th- I got their first goal, I think, or maybe sec- I don't, I can't remember now. It's all a blur. But I got one of their goals on um, on the Match Day podcast, and um, and you can hear our fans just within seconds of it just start up, and it didn't really stop. And their fans weren't particularly vocal, so it was, you know, there was a lot of, you know, t- like you still don't sing two nil type thing, and. Loads of support. It felt really loud and good tonight. It was a good. It was a good crowd. Yeah, and it was. You know, I think we only took a, a smaller allocation. It is late January, Tuesday night, and it is. You know, div- well, you can't get back to Newcastle. Yeah, tonight, it's pretty much unless you necessitate a coach. So, for eighteen hundred to go and, and make the noise they did, and like you say, stick with the team and, and get rewarded for staying until the end. You know, it was a couple of years ago that when we did this podcast we walked out in about the 85th minute of Everton and I know one or two people who <laughs> who left early tonight who are feeling pretty good about it now oh yeah but the you know 99% of the away end I think they'll be with the team. yeah oh absolutely I think there will be a couple of 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 that of those sorts um and I don't completely blame them we didn't play that well and but um I've had it instilled in me that you cannot leave early so I wouldn't Besides, I have a yeah. a duty to our patrons to provide a good podcast. You do, and <laughs> the last three days have definitely taught us that. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we, we may as well finish it off there, Charlotte. I mean, tr- tremendous night for you, for everyone in the way, and tremendous night for the for for anyone who supports Newcastle. Yeah, you know, we, we were very very poor across the game, and the manager afterwards basically 
I mean, you think you got asked the, the question saying, you know, great last 90 seconds, but what about the 93 minutes before? And he basically just blamed injuries. Do you do you think that's fair enough from him, or do you, do you think that you know there was a real problem tonight and it it started you know from the kickoff pretty much? Um, I think our options are a problem, like, and and our injuries are a problem. I don't think just blaming them and not doing the digging into why is the answer. I mean, you can blame injuries, but then go further. Why are there injuries? Um. It's it's so hard to say now because of the result and the sort of scrabbly little end. But yeah, there there is like if you look, yeah, like we need to strengthen our squad. We need like literally and with signings and yeah, I think you can see that on the pitch against a, a, a well formed squad like Everton, if that makes sense. No, it doesn't. Obviously, Bentaleb signing the day on yeah. own. It's we've done a full reaction podcast for patrons and that, and we're going to have some uh, hopefully a Schalke fan and a Spurs fan talking about it in the next two days for patrons. But that it, it's classic Newcastle United, isn't it? It's you know slight problems at the club he's at, hasn't played in a long time. You know, try before you buy. Low transfer fee at the end of it, but. But I've 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 pretty much described Jerry Willems there, and oh. if it hadn't been for injury, he'd you know he's been an excellent signing. So there's definitely you know a chance that he could come off, and he, I think I really do think if Shelby wasn't right tonight, I think there's a good chance Bentaleb starts on Saturday in a massive game against Oxford I for think, our season. I think he's an exciting signing just for like for all the you know if he's not getting on where he is. By some accounts, that's just this new style of manager and this new disciplinarian type of manager. Um, I'm interested to see how he does with a manager like Steve Bruce. Yeah, and, and you know, St Maximan came with supposed disciplinary issues had fallen out with Patrick Vieira at Nice, and you know, we know what he is absolutely crucial to, oh, <laughs> to, to this football club this season. So. So, you know, I mean, you know, we've given Steve Bruce a lot of stake this season, rightly so at times, I think. But he, he is a kind of, you know, he is popular with the players and he does seem to get players on side. Um, he's not afraid to take a chance mm-hmm. on a on a player like he did at Hatton Ben Arthur at Hull. Didn't work out. But I think he was the only manager in the world at the point at the top level who was willing to take him on. Um, and yeah, let, let's see. I, I, I agree with you, Charlotte. I think... Bruce mentioned afterwards that you know we've got Muto and we've got Gail and they might be ready in two or two or three weeks. You know the issue is we need better. We need you know Carroll is is done great this season, but he's constantly injured mm-hmm. and he hasn't scored either. So and it's not going to get better you know, for him. Like no disrespect, no. but he's not a twenty-one-year-old player who has you know it's not going to get better. No, and he is. Listen, he's fantastic mm-hmm. on the bench. Mm-hmm. And he gives us a real option. And he's done some really good stuff this season. So, yeah. but we, I, I would like to think that Steve Bruce would be pushing the board, the board, Lee Charney, um, <laughs> to, to to get a striker in because that's what we're really missing. Those next nine games there are an opportunity to get you know fifteen to twenty points quite easily. Yeah, and a decent mobile striker. I mean, we who, just had who is, no attacking options on the bench really at all. No, not one. Hence, we ended up with seven defenders <laughs> on the pitch at the end. <laughs> and then one of them hits the post one of them has one cleared off the line and the other one scores that's so his second insane. goal in 90 seconds it's an insane uh, Charlotte because evening. it's late I think I think we should finish things off there uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight of course and for going down to the game for true faith of course in the away end 
And yeah, I think I'm going to leave listeners with the last four minutes of our match day podcast for patrons. You might want to turn your volume down a little bit. Oh, there yeah. is a lot of screaming and celebrating, <laughs> but it's a, it's a tremendous listen from the away end as it happened. So Charlotte, my thanks to you. Appreciate it. Thank you. And thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, we should be back Sunday with a free pod um, after the Oxford game uh, and plenty more as well coming up this season. Thanks for listening. Four minutes of summer's time. Oh, God. Well, anyway. Just keep the scoreline as it is and we can all go home.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.